Hey, I'm Jesse. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's begin in verse 14 now. But thanks be to God who always leads us in Christ's triumphal procession and through us spreads the aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. For to God, we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To some, we are an aroma of death leading to death, but to others, an aroma of life leading to life. Who is adequate for these things? For we do not market the word of God for profit like so many. On the contrary, we speak with sincerity in Christ as from God and before God. Paul is currently under attack. This is the context, the larger picture of the book of 2 Corinthians. Just wait till we get to chapter 11. You'll see more detail on this. You had these self-fashioned apostles who were attacking Paul's credibility. They were largely trying to share the gospel for the sake of making a profit, it's like charging people for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You want to get saved? Pay me 500 bucks. All right. And, and Paul has this really unique take on it. He's like, look, even if they're preaching for false motives, I'm just glad they're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he points out that he's not charging anybody for the gospel. The gospel is always free. You don't have to charge admission, okay? He refers to the church and Christians as an aroma. To some people, that's like the aroma of death leading to death. To others, it's the aroma of life. To, to God, it's like the aroma of Christ. Thanks be to God, who always leads us in Christ's triumphal procession. There are multiple processions in Christ's ministry. We see Christ on Palm Sunday, all right? That's the Sunday before Easter Sunday, as we call it, Resurrection Sunday, if you will, that uh, wherein he's, he's greeted with these palm branches that are thrown down before him. That's one procession. But this, there's this triumphant procession of Christ's return as well. And this is what we are led in. And it's through us that the, the aroma of the knowledge of him is spread in every place. Right, because you can just tell, you can just, you can just smell it on us that we are products of the resurrection of Christ. Because of the resurrection of Christ, we are forgiven. And because we are forgiven, we forgive. This is consistent with what Paul wrote just verses earlier. For to God, we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To some, we're an aroma of death leading to death. To some people, Christianity is bad news, death leading to death. But to others, life leading to life. Who is adequate for these things? Okay, like who can who can accurate who can accurately speak on these things intellectually? For we do not market the word of God for profit, like so many. Uh, one time when I worked at Lifeway and we went to a conference, and we showed up and we were giving away giving away like tens of thousands of dollars worth of resources. We we're just giving it away for free. And there was a guy who worked there who came to us and wanted a quote from this verse, and he was like, "I ought to I ought to throw." your tables over like Christ did, because you're here trying to profit from the word of God. And I was like, actually, brother, those were money changing tables and we don't have anything to receive money here because we're not selling anything. In fact, we spent $65,000 on this space to be here at this conference. And here's $15,000 worth of resources that we're giving away for free. Do you want some? And he's like, oh yeah, thanks. 
<laughs> and then he went on his way. All right, this is something. This is this is something that I faced a lot when I worked in Christian publishing. Because what, what do you do? I mean, it seems like, especially if you're selling Bibles, you know, you should you should not profit from the Word of God. You shouldn't sell Bibles. So what is when when Bible publishing companies charge you money? What are they charging for? What's the deal? I mean, this one in particular, this was I think this Bible was like seventy bucks. This one is a goat skin. It, it cost I want to say like hundred and twelve dollars. I think. So what are they charging for? Well, it's the baby goat skin. <laughs> it's the paper. It's the printing. It's the ink. It's the shipping. It's the fuel for the trucks and the planes. That's what you're paying for. That's what you're actually charged for. Why have a goatskin Bible, Jesse, especially with these ridges built into the spine so that it lasts forever? That's the reason. That's what you're actually paying for. Uh, I can speak to this firsthand. I worked at Lifeway and we gave away, we gave away hundreds of thousands of Bibles totally for free. And when you buy a Bible, what you're paying for is just its preservation. It's also available on the internet totally for free. Now, what about Bible studies? Well, those are written by people who have families that need to eat. And so, you know, we pay them for their time. We pay them for their contributions, the context that they provide, the commentary they provide, the questions that they write, the ink, the paper, the booklets, the distribution, etc. That's what's actually paid for. And then likewise here at JCM, we run off of donations, you know, and when you pay for one of our resources, you're paying for the ink and the paper and the distribution if you choose to go via print. Beyond that, you're paying for the services of what's making this possible right now, the camera and the light and the microphone and the posting online. That's what you're actually, that's what's actually being funded is the medium by which it's given away, but it's always free anyway. The Bible's already free anyway. Paul is gonna contrast himself with those who were charging for the gospel. That's something that still exists even today. I went uh, around house to house uh, to help a church in Brazil plant another church in Brazil. And we would go into the homes. My belly was poking way out farther than it usually does. I was with my pastor at the time and, and uh, people would come in and they would offer us food and he'd make me eat it every time because and hospitality is a big deal in their culture. And so, man, I, I, must have, I must have eaten a thousand cookies that day. We sat down in their living rooms and over and over again, I kept seeing these little black faced statues of Mary on the mantle. And I also noticed that when we would offer the gospel, they would get up and run, get their wallets and ask us how much it cost to pray to receive Christ. And there were often tears when they would hear, this doesn't cost you a thing. This is just something we came here to share with you. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. It costs absolutely nothing. There were those in Paul's context who were trying to profit directly off of this, as if to say, if you wanna receive Christ, you gotta pay me first. And Paul is ecstatic to say, we do not market the word of God for profit like so many other. On the contrary, we speak with sincerity of Christ as from God and before God. We are, we are the FedEx delivery men of the gospel. Here it is, all right? And it's from me to you. It's from God and it's of God. Paul was under attack by people whose motives were not as sincere as his. People who were looking for, looking to make a buck. They were trying to make money off of, off of the gospel itself by charging for it. But Paul's motives were true and were sincere. And this is a pleasing aroma to Christ. This is a pleasing aroma to God. Uh, some people would, wouldn't quite smell right when it came to the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but Paul's motives are sincere and so are yours. So are yours, Christian. 
All right, this ought to go without saying, but please don't charge somebody when you come to share the gospel with them. <laughs> and when you wanna support a, a Christian ministry to make it possible, by all means, willingly give freely and donate to ministries and, and, and Christian nonprofits and parachurch ministries. Give freely to them, because they, you know, they gotta do this ministry full time and they got kids to feed, they have mortgages to pay. So make that possible by giving to God, but don't ever charge for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't ever charge tickets. Charge, don't, don't charge a price for admission to come in and hear the gospel of Jesus Christ.